Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. To all of you who have gathered here today in the sanctuary, at your homes, wherever else you can pull up the worship of God in any way possible. Remember to keep the Sabbath day holy now. Keep the Sabbath day holy. And this, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, let us begin our worship unto God with music. We welcome our music department here today. Sister Hope Carr, Minister of Music, Brother Darnell Carr, with her and all together we make up a wonderful body of Jesus Christ. Come on, beloveds, take it away. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. What an opportunity it is to give God some praise this morning. Come on and stand to your feet if you're able. Magnify the Lord with me, whom the Son He has redeemed. Clap your hands, rejoice and sing. You are Lord of everything. I will bless the Lord, bless the Lord at all times. Come on, bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord, bless the Lord at all times, for the Lord our God is great, for the Lord our God is great, perfect Lord in all your ways, perfect Lord in all your ways, Lord of mercy, God of grace, Lord of mercy, God of grace, Holy One, Holy One, Ancient of Days. I will bless the Lord, bless the Lord at all times. Say it again, I will. I will bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord at all times. Bless the Lord, oh my soul and all that's within me, bless his name. Come on, people of God, he's worthy, he's worthy. Bless the Lord, oh my soul and all that's within me. Bless His name. He's worthy. He's so good. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul and all that's within me. Bless His name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul and all that's within me. Bless His name. Now come on, this part is real easy. Just say, I will bless the Lord. 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 He's been so good. I will bless the Lord. He's been so kind. I will bless the Lord. Always been. I will bless the Lord. Friend of mine. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I will. I will bless the Lord. I will. I will bless the Lord. He has done great things for me, so I will. He has done great things for me, so I will. He has done great things for me, so I will. He has done great things for me, so I will. He has done great things for me. 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 So I will bless the Lord. Come on, people of God, let's bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your Lord.
for another opportunity to come into your house and worship you. Thank you that we're here today, Father, because not everybody is able to get up and come into your house and lift their hands and lift their voices to worship. So we just say thank you, God. Thank you for keeping us through the week. Thank you for providing through the week, Father. And we just thank you for letting us be here on this morning. I ask you to bless this service. Let your spirit be here. Let us be here, doers and not hearers only of your word. In Jesus' name, bless our pastor as she brings forth the word, Father. Let your spirit be with her and let us hear and do everything that comes forth on today, Father. And we just give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands to worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands to worship as we bless your holy name. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. You deserve the glory and the honor and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands to worship. Lord, we lift our hands to worship. As we bless your holy name, you deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands to worship as we bless your holy name. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Come on and think about it. There is no one else for you are great. You do miracles. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else For you are great You do miracles so great There is no one else like you Oh, we love you, Lord There is no one else like you Come on and lift your voice to the Lord and say, you deserve the glory. You deserve the glory and the honor and the honor. Lord, we lift. Lord, we lift our hands to worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory. Lord, you open doors that we thought would be ever be closed. Father, you lifted us up from a sick bed. Lord, Lord we, we lift our hands to worship you. As we bless your holy name. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. We love you, Lord. There is no one else for you are great. You do miracles. 
love you, Lord. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. Come on and give them some praise this morning. There is no one else like the Lord our God, the Father, the creator of heaven and earth, a way maker, a healer, a deliverer. We love you, Lord. Bless you. Hallelujah. There is no one. There is no one else in all the world, in all the universe. There is no one else like you God like you like you we love you God we love you we praise your precious and holy name thank you Jesus thank you thank you Now that our hearts have been softened and our spirits opened, let us hear now the word of the Lord. Come with us now to the Old Testament book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah, the young prophet who Jesus called and reminded him. He called him even in his mother's womb. Jeremiah, the 20-year-old, who the people gave a rough time. Jeremiah, chapter 29, chapter 29. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And if you're able, stand for the reading of God's holy word. Jeremiah 29:11 For surely I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans for your welfare and not for harm to give you a future with hope The word of God for the people of God Thanks be to God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And now I want you to pray with and for me, almighty and everlasting. God. God who knows all, sees all, is all, everywhere present. God. Oh, Lord, I stand before you asking that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, we pray it. Let everybody say amen. Smile, wherever you are, however you are, smile. Praise the Lord, smile. It's so good to, to see one of our mothers in the church. She's in her 90s, and the one thing she loves to do the most is to be in the house of the Lord. Hello, Mother Morgan. Hi, baby. So good to see you today. Oh, glory. She's praising everybody. Thank you, Lord. Tell yourself or tell somebody, God has a plan for you. 
Now you got to tell yourself. God has a plan for me. Hallelujah. I just need to remember that. I ain't bragging. I'm just telling you the truth. God has a plan for me. Oh, hallelujah. You know, my dear ones, uh, one of the things that we are taught about having order in our lives and kind of knowing how to plan for our own lives, we're always encouraged to plan for the future. And many of us do just that. We plan as children in our dreams and our imaginations. We plan to grow up and become a football star, or a movie star, or a great singer, business person. However, we plan to also be nurses and doctors and dentists and social workers and teachers and secretaries and truck drivers. And we plan to finish school. We learn a trade. We want to be able to play the piano. Like Brother Darnell, help me, help me somebody. Uh, we want to learn a trade, be on a mission, maybe be a carpenter, but we all want to be somebody. Well, we have to remember now as we look at people today, we have to, we have to remember, however, nobody, nobody plans to go and get hit by a car. Nobody plans to get shot. Nobody plans to go into a hospital on a certain day and nearly die. Nobody, nobody plans to marry someone who does not love them. When we marry them, we think they did. Nobody plans to go to prison. Nobody plans to become addicted to crack cocaine. We, we, we just do not, in our right mind, plan disaster. We don't plan Disaster, we don't plan failure. We don't plan trouble. We don't plan bad things to happen in our lives and we don't need to do that because bad things, hard times, difficult times, uh, trials and tribulations will happen in life. In fact, some of you just might sometimes think that trouble is all that's planned for your life. Am I talking to somebody today? <laughs> but, but that's not true now. That's not true if you are a child of God. Now, in this day and time when everything seems to be falling apart and, and prices are crazy and people are dying from overdoses, young people, suicide, crime, just out of control. We have to remember now, just being a human being does not mean that you are a Christian, which means that you are a child of God. You see, God created us all, but God gave us free will. Don't forget the free will. It ain't all the time God, ain't all the time the devil. Sometimes it's you, boobies, you, and it's me. Free will decides to join the church of Jesus Christ. Anybody in their right mind will join the church of Jesus Christ, get baptized, confess their sins, and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of their lives. You got to do it. It's a decision to be a child of God. So beloved, during the time when, when this young preacher was sent to the people, the people didn't want to really listen to him. God said, Jeremiah, I want you to go tell your people that I am just sick and tired of the way they are acting. They have turned their back on me. They don't pay me any attention. They have no praise. They have no honor. And they have no fear. You better tell them. You better tell them they need to change the way 
they live. Yeah, Jeremiah's talking in our lesson. He, they had been so bad and so ugly and so painful. They had been there for a long time. In fact, they were to stay in trouble for 70 years. Yes, God made them sit in the corner for 70 years. Don't play with God. And after a long period of suffering, the Lord would visit them and bring them back. Here, here's where we are. He's bringing them back because they finally got it. He's bringing them back to a place of peace and safety and rest. You see, the Bible teaches us that God has a way, beloved, of allowing us to experience some things uh, so that his plan in our lives can go forth. Where, where would you and I be today if it had not been the trials and the tribulations and the trouble we've been through and we've experienced through it all? I learned through it all. I learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I learned to trust in God's word. Oh, I would never have believed God's word today. You know the word. You know the word. The word says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Hmm. That word wouldn't have meant anything to me unless I'd experienced times of total aloneness and despair. And now I know after many, many, many hardships, I know that I know that I know his word is true. Listen, I could have never testified that the Lord is telling the truth when he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled and, and don't be afraid unless in my most troubled hour I did not lose my mind or freak out or give up and I felt a peace. That didn't make no sense. A peace that passed all understanding. I had to experience something to know that for myself. Somebody say amen. Listen, we, we need today to experience something to know if it works. You got to experience it to know if it works. You can go buy a vacuum cleaner that the manufacturer said it's going to pick up dirt, but you don't know if it's going to pick up dirt or not until it picks up some dirt. Somebody help me in here. We can listen to a man or woman tell us how much they love us and, and want us and just can't live without you, baby. I can't live without you. But you never know if it's the truth until years later. Because love never was. Love always is. We can buy something and really think that it's a good product until we've used it for some time. We won't really, really know. Oh, my beloved God allows us to suffer. Somebody need to hear me in here. God allows us to suffer sometimes, many times, just to prove to us that what he says he will do, he will do. I look around at all of you today and you look so good. But this is what you can tell somebody. God had to let me look like the trouble I've been through. Oh, you got to know to witness. You got to know and learn some things in life. God told the people in verse 10, he says, for thus says the Lord, he said, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, 70 years, then I will visit you. And then I will fulfill to you my promise. And then I will bring you back to this place. It took them 70 years to get it. 70 years to say, God, I'm so sorry. 70 years to say, God, I'll never put anything or anybody before you. God, I love you. 
God, I want you to be with me forever, and, and you will be first in my life. 70 years. You see, what we find ourselves going through, sometimes it seems for seasons, this season that you find yourself in may be your season of restoration. But we have to endure until the time comes to receive what God has for us. Listen, the Lord wants to see that we keep the faith over a long period of time. God is always testing our faith. The Lord wants us to stay in some stuff. You know what I'm saying? He gonna let us stay in some stuff just to build us up for the blessing that's coming. Ooh, somebody need to hear me up in here. Listen, we need to learn and relearn some very basic Christian lessons. Many of us have had many opportunities to get some things in our lives done. And for others, something always seems to come up to turn us around to get us off course. I can remember when I was struggling uh, for a long time, raising children and taking care of my father, uh, single, single mother. And I, I used to say, Lord, every time I get a few pennies saved up, every time I get a few pennies saved up, the car break down, the plumbing don't work. Every time. The children broke. Every time, Lord, I said every time. But God has to leave us there sometimes to turn us around and to get us on, on course. Something happens to set us back. It happens to keep us from reaching our goal. Well, that something is no accident, beloved. It's no accident because everything that God allows to happen in our lives happens to teach us a lesson. So it's not, oh God, why you do this? It's, Lord, what's the lesson? What you trying to teach me, Lord? Lord, what are you saying to me? We don't, we don't ask that. We just get upset and have a fit and fall out. Show us a greater truth when we're in suffering. That's what God wants to do. Just show us a greater truth or, or grow us up in the Lord. Some of us been in church all our lives and we still eating baby food. Come on now, come on now. Grow us up in the Lord. Everything that God allows to happen in our is to teach us a lesson. Because when God comes to get us and to take us back with him, we need to have gone through some things to be ready for the blessing. Somebody need to hear me up in here. Remind me that even in the midst of trouble and long suffering, God has a plan for us to prosper. And he gives us hope for the future, so that through all of that, we have learned to never give up. Oh, thank you, Lord. We need to wait on God. Sometimes you got to wait on God. I'm talking to everybody tonight, but young people especially, because I love them and all of us in general. What, when, we want things so fast today. We want to walk before we crawl. We want to talk before we cool. We want to start driving a car before our legs are long enough. We want, to, we want to grow up so fast. No, you don't. You just think you do, booby. You don't, you don't know what the best years of your life is when you're at home with your mama and your daddy. The best years of your life. Now, now, that don't mean God not going to bless you and great things going to happen. But I hope you're learning the lesson that you're learning while you're at home and have somebody going to the grocery store for you and, and fixing your dinner and Tucking you into bed. Hallelujah. I, I can't remember when somebody took me in. 
Well, y'all married, so y'all can be tucking. But, <laughs> you know, it's been a while, Sister Betty. It's been a while. Oh, Lord Jesus. We all want to grow up so fast. We want to run the company when we've learned the rope. We haven't even learned the ropes. We want to do what we want to do instead of what we need to do. Now, that's a lesson I've learned. I've learned to do what I have to do. Ain't no, do I want to do it? Do I feel like doing it? Do I like it? I do what I have to do. Grow up, grow up, grow up. God got something. God got something. Child of God, we have to spend time in the valley because there are lessons to learn on this Christian journey. We need to have a teachable spirit. Our childhood was a learning experience. You cannot be born today and go to work tomorrow. You can't learn to walk without falling a few times. You can't learn to feed yourself without making a mess. You can't learn to go to the potty without some training. Have a teachable spirit. God left them in exile for a period of time because the word of God says God had plans for them. Oh, my goodness. And they were, they were tough because they had to learn to be tough. They were fearless because they had to learn to be fearless. Because they had some plans up front from God that many of them didn't even know about. See, God can't give you something when your attitude ain't right. Just an attitude. God had to fix them after 70 years. Lord, I ain't got no bad attitude. And I'm telling you, I'm ready to get out of this. What do you need from me, God? I will bless the Lord at all times. <laughs> Woo, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. You see, they knew. They knew that they could not grow up any kind of way and be successful. When I was coming up, your parents taught you can't act any kind of way and be successful. They knew that, that we had to be in control of ourselves to see God. I just told somebody the other day, as it is in the natural, so it is in the, in the spiritual. Yes, our parents made us say, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Now, you might have gone in the room, but you better lock the door and be quiet if you're going to say something else. But you better not say it out loud in their face. I bet you that. We had to learn to say thank you. We had to learn to open the door for an elder. We had to learn. You have to be taught things. We are human beings. We have to be taught. We only do better when we know better. So parents today who spend most of your time at work, you better get some time with your children and teach them the basics of being a wonderful human being. Because there are two things, two things we got to learn for God to truly bless us there too. One is obedience. The greatest sin was the sin of disobedience. And the other is fear. The beginning of wisdom is fear of God, reverence of God. I ain't doing that because I don't want to know what God himself might do to me. I don't want to do that because that wouldn't please God. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. God is the model parent. And God knows just what experiences we need in our lives for him to use us in his plans. We are all in some stage of preparation to receive God's plan. Verse 11 says, for I know, God says, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and the future. See, you'd never do anything to yourself. You'd never commit suicide when you have a hope. Because hope is getting excited about what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be good. 
I don't know what's going to happen, but I know God is a good God. God wants us to know that whatever we go through is a part of his plan to prosper us. Our trials and tribulations are not inflicted to us by a sadistic God. Whatever we go through is a part of the greater plan to prosper us and not to harm us. And so to be truly prosperous is to know God. Let me say just a minute. A truly prosperous person, this has a whole different attitude. Let me tell you what a child of God who has become prosperous in the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you how they think a truly prosperous person can say, though the storms keep on raging in my life, and, and sometimes, sometimes it's hard to know the night from day, but my soul has been anchored. In the Lord. Because God means good in all situations we face. He's a good God. He's a good God. We may not understand it now, but have the right attitude. The old folks say, that's okay, don't worry about it, because what? We'll understand it better. By and by. Hey, no Google God. We'll understand it better. He's a good God. We have a future with him. He's a good God. God knows what he's doing in our lives because God is good all the time. And all the time, what? God is good. Say it again. God is good. Oh, child of God, no matter what's going on today, this is what I know the Lord will make a way somehow no matter what our present situation is this is what I know there's a bright side somewhere no matter how hopeless the world is we are the king's kids and our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood and righteousness oh no matter where we find ourselves he knows Oh, yes, he knows. He knows just how much we can bear. Oh, no matter what our friends say about us, we will always come out victorious. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. I told Satan, you got to get thee behind me. I'm a king's kid. Victory is mine. Today, no matter how many mistakes you and I have made on this journey, his mercies, his grace and mercy, that's what brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you, God. Oh, no matter how unlovable we feel, God's grace is sufficient to love us no matter what. He might be disappointed in you and me for a moment, but his love always abounds for his children. And anything we go through with God, anything, the bottom line is his desire is to bring us home to him. His desire is to bring us back into the right relationship with him because we we are children of the most high we are a royal priesthood we, we are heirs of a great inheritance we are redeemed by his blood our name is written in the palm of God's hand God has plans for us my dearly beloved God has plans for us they already made out you see, when we love God, nobody and nothing can change God's plan for our lives. God says, I have plans for you. Plans to prosper you, 
and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Sometimes God might be saying, this is hurting me more than it's hurting you. <laughs> but I got to do what I got to do so that my plan can go forth in your life. So tell yourself and remind yourself and encourage yourself. And sing with the songwriter in peace. <laughs> what God? What God has for me, it is for me. What God has for me. I don't have to look down on nobody. I don't have to be jealous of nobody. I don't have to play no politics. What God has for me, it is for me. And this is what I know. And I know without a doubt that God will bring me out because what God has for me it is for me what God has for me it is for me thank you God Praise your name. What, what God, God has for me, it is for me. That ought to give you a certain peace in life. And, and I, I know, I know, without, without a doubt, because I love God, that, that he, he will bring, he's gonna bring me out. out. Oh, hallelujah, because what God, what God has. For me. for me, it is for me. It is for me. What God has for you, what God has for you, it is for you. Hear me, what God has for you, what God has for you, it is for you. Oh, if you love him, he got something for you. And I know without a doubt that God himself, he'll bring you out. Because what God has for you, it is for you. For you. Hallelujah. It's for me. Hallelujah. Sing it to yourself today. For me. Encourage yourself. But first, you got to put yourself in the what right place. And be at the me. right venue. It is for me. And know what God wants from you. God and wants I your love. He wants your praise. He wants your obedience to His word. What God Nobody can do you like God me. can do you. It is and for if me. you love God, you better know that you know that you know. It's for me. God got something for me. Tell somebody, God got something for me. God got something for me. Oh, I mean, I deserve it, but he's a God of grace God and mercy. He still got it. For me. It is it for is me. For me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And then I know. Without a Get up off your bed. Get out of depression, anxiety, and know what God, God has for me. Hallelujah! He's just getting you ready. Has for me. Oh, the best, oh, the best, the best is yet you. to come. That's what why you still God here. God not through. For you. God's not through. What God has for you. It is. It's for you. It's for you. Oh, give the Lord a hand praise. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. The heart of man cannot conceive what God has in store for those who love him. Oh, what God has for you.
but God has for me. It is for me, and it is for you. The doors of God's church are open. You know, people God was speaking to had been on time out 70 years because they wanted it their way and they were going around listening to false prophets who said you don't have to belong to the church you can just be a good person and you going to heaven there is no hell the devil is a liar the devil is a liar God is calling us to him during these times and people say we ain't seen nothing yet people ought to be lined up at the door of God's church trying to become a member of the church of Jesus Christ I don't understand it we stand in line for concerts we stand in line for government checks. We stand in line to see things that we've been waiting to see. But we need to be standing in line to say, Jesus, here I am and I want to join your gang. I want to be initiated into the body of Jesus Christ because that's the only way. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And I'll tell you because I love you. You're going to miss out on the plan he has for you if you don't obey. Join the church. It's real. Join the church. You know all those credit cards you got and you ain't got no card to the church? You know all that stuff you spend money on? And you don't give nothing to the church. God is a serious God. And he knows we have sense enough. Or we ought to to know. That God is good. And whenever he wants from us. We will give. To him. And so as we prepare to leave this place, we invite you to give over the internet. We appreciate all of our members who send in their offerings or bring them by the church. Or There's so many ways you can give now, all kind of ways. Just look on the internet. There are all kind of ways you can give to God's church. If you're at the age that you don't understand, ask your grandbabies. They need to be knowing that you give into the church. And then ask them to put some in too. As we leave this place, God says, if you just come to me, if you just be my child, if you let me know that you love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you're the one. I have plans for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Let the church say, stand please. Let the church say, amen.